Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 209, How to Keep Your Surfaces Clean. Clutter is a real thing. It feels like there's never a clear spot to put anything down. And I also think it's safe to say that when surfaces are reasonably clear, your home feels cleaner and more welcoming, even if it's dirty. It's weird. So today I'm going to share the 10 commandments, 10 rules. I don't like either of those words. 10 principles? Let's go with principles. I'm going to share with you the 10 principles of keeping your surfaces clear. Number one. You don't have to have clear surfaces. Like you don't have to. This is not a rule. Sometimes our season of life makes it really hard to keep them clear. Uh, Newborn life comes to mind. There are so many tiny moving parts, like literal moving parts to keeping a tiny baby alive. And expecting your counter to be clear of bottles, for example, it's impossible. It is an impossibility. That is just not the season of life for clear kitchen counters. Also, sometimes we have busy days or we're tired or we're outside reading a book or playing with the kids or we stayed at the library or the park longer than we thought. Any number of things can keep us from clearing off our surfaces when we might normally do it. So this just isn't a rule. It's okay if you have cluttered surfaces. It's okay if they don't even bother you. They might not bother you. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. So start there, please. You don't have to have clear surfaces. This is not a mandate. There is no morality here. You do what matters to you in the season of life that you are in. Number two, not everything has to be clear all the time. This one feels very important, especially when your entire house feels like it's going to eat you, you know? There's like so much stuff everywhere that you start to get what I call big black trash bag energy and you just start throwing stuff away or you have this expectation that every surface has to be clear always in order for your house to function. And I just want to remind you that most days that's probably not how you feel, right? You don't have to have everything clear all the time. You might just need some things to be clear some of the time. So drop the all or nothing. It will not it will not serve you well. So number one, you don't have to have clear surfaces. Number two, not everything has to be clear all the time. Number three, some stuff needs to stay out, like those bottles I just mentioned, or your TV remote, or the phone charger or the stack of books that your kid is reading. Like some stuff just needs to stay out. A zero sum approach to clearing your surfaces, it will not work. Some stuff has to be out. 
I'm just wanting to speak that into your situation. If you speak it into your own situation, it could really help you not seek out solutions for things that don't actually need a solution, right? Okay, number four, claim intentional space. There might be in every room a surface or even two or three that you really, really want to keep clear. In my house, it is the uh, it's the kitchen island. And I recognize that not everybody has a kitchen island. So you can just name whatever you need to name for whatever room that you have. But our kitchen island, it serves me and the function and soul of the kitchen best when it's either like in excellent use, it's working super hard, making snacks and meals or whatever, or it is completely cleared off. I have mentioned before um, in the episode about cleaning your kitchen from ages ago um, that it is so fantastic to have what I call a dirty dishes zone, which is simply the place that you always put your dirty dishes. You don't have to wash them yet or load them in the dishwasher, but you have claimed a space for those dirty dishes. That's where they always go, right? That claimed space is intentional and it does not seep into other spaces, okay? like my kitchen island. Even when the counter where we put all of our, you know, our dirty dishes, even when that is covered in dishes, the clear island still makes it feel like the kitchen is working for me and I'm not working for it. Like it still feels kind of clean. It's doing what I need it to do. This can happen in every single room. Claim intentional space for clear surfaces. And then you can also claim other surfaces that won't always be clear, but they serve a specific purpose. Claim intentional space. Number five, mark the borders. This one is kind of magical. When your stuff is on a surface on its own, just like hanging out, it looks like clutter. But if you put that same stuff in a basket or on a tray, it is a different ballgame. Now it looks purposeful. Mark your borders. Mark your borders with trays and baskets and shelves and jars and whatever else. Mark your borders. Give your stuff an intentional place to go on an intentional surface where that stuff already serves your needs. If it's something that has to stay out, mark its borders. Our, our favorite home guru, the Nestor, she has something similar to this that she calls a home base. It's basically like a bordered container in every room that holds the regular daily things. So for example, let's talk about my living room. We have, um, in our living room, we have four tables, okay? They're all pretty small, but we have a sectional sofa as well as three individual chairs in our living room. And I learned from the Nestor that surfaces really do matter in rooms where people are sitting because of things like drinks and plates and books and all that kind of stuff. It's so important to try and have a surface that's within reach of any seat in your room. So because of that, we have four tables. We have a main coffee table in front of the couch. We have one table next to my morning chair that's like across the room from the couch. We have one table in between the other two chairs that they, you know, share for drinks or whatever. And then we have a table that actually isn't a table. It's really like a big storage basket with a lid. And then there's a tray on top of it that's on the far side of the couch. Now, the main coffee table is always clear unless it is actively being used. But when we do our our family tidy, when we tidy the L, as we say in our house, um, which is our main living area that's like kind of in the shape of an L, when we t- when we tidy the L, that table, that coffee table is always 
completely cleared off. Nothing lives there permanently. But what about the things that we use every day, like the TV remote and the box of tissues and the comb and the ponytail holders that I use every night to braid Annie's hair while she watches a video? What do we do with those things? They are all on a tray on that storage basket. That's where they go. That is our living room home base. That's where the borders are marked. So mark your borders. We all have stuff that has to be out. So make it feel less out by putting it in or on something and mark your borders. Number six, if you can't clear, stack. If you cannot clear, stack. Some of you might be like me and visual clutter becomes mental clutter real fast. So clearing away clutter is really important to like functioning as a human being. Or sometimes you really just only have like 60 seconds to clear a room and that 60 seconds, it just isn't enough to clear everything. So when you can't clear, stack. If the kitchen table is covered in books and art supplies and the mail and whatever else, and you just don't have the time or energy to put all of those things away, but the cluttered table is making you crazy, stack it all up, make a neat pile. It's almost like you're creating borders, but with the edges of a stack. I know that's a really simple one, but I I promise you it helps. When you cannot clear, stack. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. 
I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's Day. I'm wearing Love Note, a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone. And Annie is wearing Bouquet, a shimmery pink that matches her personality. Plus, Olive and June's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days. Visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash L-A-Z-Y-G-E-N-I-U-S for 20% off your first Manny system. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Okay, so quick recap. Number one, you don't have to have clear surfaces. Number two, not everything has to be clear all the time. Number three, some stuff needs to stay out. Number four, claim intentional space. Number five, mark the borders. And number six, if you can't clear, stack. And now number seven, have a Wild West surface. So I love naming things like the Wild West something because it's just like, whatever, man. I don't know. We don't know what's happening. But sometimes you need a surface where there are no rules. There are no exceptions. It's just like a dumping ground. And it's okay if it stays that way for a while. In fact, a Wild West surface sometimes makes it easier uh, to clear other places because you're not expecting everything to be clear all the time. And it's a place you can move those stacks that you just made when you don't have time to clear, but you do have time to stack. You can move those stacks to your Wild West surface and you can clean that up when you have the time. Because then what you can do is you can clear that Wild West surface in a batch and you can put all that stuff away at the same time. You put it away all at once. But having somewhere where the rules are loose is really important. Otherwise, you're going to expect something from yourself and from your home that is not sustainable. You likely cannot have every surface clear all the time. And you likely will not have the energy to even do it all the time. So have a surface that you choose that's a little out of the way, maybe if you can, but it's where stuff can go if you don't have time to put it away. Number eight, make clearing part of your rhythm. So this is for like daily regular clearing, but this is also for situational clearing. Okay, so I'll explain both. First, let's do daily clearing. So in our house, we tidy every day before screen time. The kids know that we don't start screen time until we do a tidy. 
I do not want to spend their screen time cleaning up their mess. I don't want to do it. That does not feel fair. So we do it together. That's just part of our rhythm. Um, by the way, you guys, next week is an episode on screen time, kids and screen time. So look out for that. Um, okay. So clearing our, our L surfaces, right? When we tidy our L, cleaning our surfaces, those main living room surfaces is already part of our daily rhythm. And it makes a huge difference. So see where you can add that to your own daily rhythm. And I want you to notice that we're not clearing every surface in the whole house. It is just in our living room and our kitchen. It's just the main part of the house where we mostly hang out. Don't expect this to happen every day in every room, most likely. Okay, now situational clearing. There are some great house rules that you can set to keep certain surfaces from becoming overwhelming. I think that overwhelming surfaces happen when more than one task is happening in one place. It's like that overlap of living of, you know, you've got a project and a chore and you're reading and all these things like all at once. For example, I have a house rule that I've actually shared on Instagram before, but in case you have not heard me say it before, I always clean off the kitchen counters and really honestly just the island truly before I go grocery shopping every single time. It is so helpful to come home with bags of food and all the stuff and not have to add those bags to a pile of mail and a stuffed animal with a broken seam that I need to sew together and my computer and a stack of books and you get the idea. I used to do that. (laughs) I used to just like bring everything in. But I made that house rule because I was getting so overwhelmed by everything on my kitchen surfaces when I went shopping. It's like, it's almost like I couldn't put away the groceries or the stuff that I brought home because all the stuff that was already there, it almost like it combined into this big hub of trash. And I thought, well, I I can't, I can't, don't make me do this. This is too hard. And I would just sort of stall out. So I created a house rule to keep that from happening. That is what house rules do, right? They keep the overwhelm from growing. So I clean the kitchen counters off before I go to the store. It's simple and it works like a dream. So where can you create a house rule for situational clutter? And then that becomes part of your rhythm whenever that situation shows up. Number nine, put everything in its place. This is a lazy genius principle, just like house rules are a lazy genius principle. And a lot of what keeps our surfaces dirty is that stuff doesn't have a place. And I want to encourage you that that does not mean that you're doing this wrong. Like sometimes things don't have an obvious place or you haven't taken the time to find one yet. For example, okay, from where I'm sitting right now, I'm in my bedroom because I do all my work and recording at my desk at the foot of my bed. Right now I can see my, uh, I'm looking at my dresser. Um, On my dresser is an Amazon, actually two Amazon boxes stacked on top of each other. Um, with new phone photography setup equipment, like a stand and a ring light stuff to make it easier for me to do videos. But I don't have a place to put that gear yet. I don't know where I'm going to store it. So it's just sitting on my dresser in the box. There are also, next to that, three swimsuit tops that are too small for me. I tried on all my swimsuits the other day to see if I needed to get more. And I do because I grew out of several. And so I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with these three tops that are too small for me now. Um, so they're just in a stack on my dresser, right? There's also, this does have a place, but it's a little bit more complicated. There's also a guitar strap that is not in the guitar case. And if you have guitars, you know, 
you know why. I mean, that's only like 15 seconds, but it's like kind of a big deal to put something in a guitar case because you have to like, guitars are big. You have to find a place to like lift them up and put them on the bed and open all the snaps and lift up the guitar and wrap the strap up in the little cubby and snap it back closed. It's like, it's not a hard thing, but it's also kind of a whole thing. So um, it takes more steps than usual, I guess, to put it away. So the guitar strap is still in the dresser. Now that has a place, right? No, But nobody's put it there yet. The other things don't have a place. They just don't have a place yet. And sometimes things don't have a place yet. So be kind to yourself and name that the reason your surface isn't clear is maybe because you haven't named where something goes. So that's just your next step. Where's this going to go? Where do I want to put this? But it is easier to clear surfaces when everything has a place. And finally, number 10, Put everything in its place as soon as you're able. Now, I want to be very clear about this. This is not a rule. This is a principle. This is not me telling you what to do. You do what you want, right? But this is just acknowledging what we all know and how we all live pretty much every day. That if we don't do something, um, if we don't like put something away, like kind of soon after we're done using it, it will sit there for a long time. And the longer it sits, the longer it will continue to sit. It is so weird. So a way to begin clearing your surfaces is to clear them as soon as you're able or put things in their places before you put them down on a random surface that is not their place. The sooner you do it, the less you'll have to, which again, it is fine if you don't. You're not a bad person or a bad housekeeper or any of that. It's seasons of life, you guys. But that is an approach and a perspective that can help if clearing your surfaces often, if that matters to you, do it as often as you can or as soon as you can and maybe as often as you can. But like it grows. It's a magnet. It's like <laughs> it's like some sort of alien creation or something. So just do it as soon as you're able. And those are the 10 principles of how to keep your surfaces clear. I hope that helps. Um, I put up a poll last week sharing the next few episodes and which ones you guys were most excited about. And it was this one by a lot. So I hope that it has met you and helped you. And I'm so glad that you listened. Okay, before we go, let's celebrate our lazy genius of the week. It's Sasha, who does not have a last name on Instagram, which I respect. Sasha says, I found Sasha because she tagged me in a post for the podcast with Knox and Jamie, who we love. The podcast celebrated their 400th episode last week, and they had this fun like Instagram graphic to fill out that asked people what their favorite podcast catchphrase was and what the podcast got them into. Sasha said that her favorite catchphrase is, how dare you? which I have had Jamie say to me personally, and it is kind of the best to make her like fake mad enough to say, how dare you? Um, but Sasha also said that the thing the podcast got her into was the lazy genius. So that is so fun. I'm so glad you're here, Sasha. Uh, plus Sasha's bio says that she loves nail polish, reading romance novels, wearing bright lipstick, and she is forever geographically impaired. And if you were to sub for the word romance novels, if you were to sub out books about circuses or teenage teenage girls, like bringing down the patriarchy, Sasha and I are the same uh, person. I am also forever geographically impaired. So thank you for listening, Sasha, and for being here. And the same to all of you. I'm so grateful for every year, for every podcast review, book review, Instagram follower, news, newsletter subscriber, all those things. You guys are just the best. So until next time. 
be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.